Welcome to So You Can Heal. I'm Abby Parker, a licensed mental health counselor and therapist at Still Point Consultants. And I'm Josh. I'm a licensed social worker and a therapist at Still Point Consultants as well. Welcome back, everyone. Welcome to season two of So You Can Heal podcast. So we have taken a bit of a hiatus for a few months. How long has it been? Was May or June? Yeah, just two months. Yeah. Taking summer break. I'm kind of jealous of people who get full summer breaks. Right. I kind of go into that mode of like, oh, I'm supposed to go on vacation. <laughs> or, oh, I'm, I'm just supposed to, you know, hang out and not do any work. Yeah. And then reality sets in. Right. I think that's the one thing I miss about teaching. You get summer break. I mean, the pay sucked, but summer break was great. Summer breaks are great. Yeah. We just got back from vacation. I know you took a vacation. Yeah. We both went to the beach. Mm-hmm. Let's go to the beach each. Ninky Majaj. <laughs> Have you ever seen that? No. <laughs> it's like a vine or something where... Nicki Minaj has a song like, let's go to the beach each. Oh, yes. Okay. And so it was a play on Ninky Majaj. We always say it around the house like a, we're kind of childish. That's funny. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Anyway, it was nice to go on vacation. You literally just got back though. Yeah. Just a few days ago. Yeah. That's and a, now hit the ground running. Right. Yeah. Helping people heal. And I think that's something that we often, I notice as therapists, for myself, and I see it in others, too, where we have a really hard time taking off of work because people depend on us, and like it can be really hard. And I, But I think it's really important for us to be able to take that time for ourselves. Yeah, I completely agree. It's very hard to take time off and we need to protect that sacred space for ourselves. Yeah. Cause I want to be able to like go into work and in the therapy office and be able to really show up for people the way they need me to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and as I think about it, like I, I mean us taking time for ourselves, really models even to our clients that like, yes, it's okay that you take care of yourself and do these things because a lot of people aren't shown or, um, what's the word? I guess those things haven't really been modeled to people a lot. Mm -hmm. I think that's accurate. When we don't see those experiences mirrored in our relationships, we often don't even think that they're possible. Like yeah. to have healthy boundaries or to have self-care time or to, to prioritize the things that are significant to you in your life. Yeah. And I think that ties into our theme for this season, which is a theme of embodiment. How do we look at ourselves in a way that we can integrate our different parts in order to promote healing? I'm sure we'll talk about this and this is not going to be the first nor the last time I've 
probably said this, but I think that like even the idea and concept of embodiment is a lifetime thing, a lifetime journey. I always hated that when I was younger, like the concept that I would have to keep learning. Mm -hmm. And the faster I accepted that, the easier it became. (laughs) Right. Yeah, I still struggle with things that take an entire lifetime to, to manage and work on. I still struggle with them. Oh, yeah. Me too. I want them to be done. I want to be past it or through it or whatever the case is. I want to, I want to have arrived and not have to do anything else. I totally get that. Yeah. Like, if only I do this, then I can feel this way. Right. Yeah. I can live in complete bliss for the rest of my existence. I want instantaneous reward for me doing practically nothing. <laughs> well, my thing is, like, even if I get to that moment, I get super bored. I'm like, okay, mm-hmm. well, that was nice. What's next? Now what? Kevin can attest to that for me on vacation. Mm-hmm. Like the first couple of days, I'm like, oh, that sounds fun. Let's go do that. And let's go do that. And then let's do this. And he's like, no, I just want to rest. We literally just got out of the car. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's funny. What was your favorite thing on vacation? Uh, one of my favorite things is I signed us up to go paddle boarding. And we've never like tried it or done it before. And so we, I had to like get a reservation. And then I had to tell Kevin that I made the reservation. <laughs> Because he, I didn't think that he would be too enthused, but he was a good sport and he was excited with me. And we were most nervous about taking Leo. Oh yeah, I can see that. So he, he got to sit on my board and he did excellent. Oh. He had to work through his fear and he was my wave watcher. So when the waves were coming up, he would tell me and we would, you know, work together to make sure we didn't fall off the board together. That's awesome. And one of the best parts is that it was really hard paddling back mm. because we were against the current and we got towed. Mm. So we got to enjoy it going out and we decided that we weren't going to make this hard on ourselves. And so this little boat towed us back. It was fantastic. <laughs> That's so funny. What about you? What was your best part of vacation? Honestly, the first thing that's coming to mind is I love like the different food places, just food in general. But honestly, when, because we went to, where did we go? Destin. There, that's it. Jeez, my brain. Honestly, my favorite part is being able to sit at the beach and read. I mean, we do like pontoons and go to like Crab Island and things like that, which is fun. Last year, we went and I jumped in the water and like my skin kept getting stung by like the little baby jellyfish. So now I'm just like, yeah, no, I'm good. I'll sit right here. I'll read and be good. So I'm not getting eaten by a shark. Not doing it. (laughs) Risk assessment. (laughs) (laughs) When I was little, when we would go to the beach, like we didn't have like the umbrellas and stuff. Mm-hmm. And it was miserable for me because like yep. I would burn and it was just awful. 
Oh, yeah. And now, like, having, like, chairs and umbrellas, like, it is all, it's amazing. So, yeah, I love to just sit and read. And I don't, because I don't usually give myself an opportunity to read when I'm home. I am bouncing off the walls doing things or completely checked out. So, yeah, being able just to finish a book or two and, yeah, kind of escape to the beach in a world that can't possibly happen. Perfect. (laughs) You know, Kevin and I were talking about that coming home, like how can we find the same type of things that we enjoy when we're on vacation when we're at home? Right. Like how can we find that relaxation? And it's hard to get out of the old patterns in order to actually give ourselves space to relax. I mean, when you're on vacation, most of the people within your system aren't there kind of like pulling you into the dynamics that are existing. So when you come back into them, all of those dynamics pick back up and roles start being performed again. And it is hard. Yeah. Mine would be the performance of roles and responsibilities. Right. And I think that's a lot of us. I mean, whether we want to admit it or not. And regardless of what that role is. Right. You, when you were talking about going paddle boarding and Leo being scared and Mm -hmm. him being the wave watcher, Mm -hmm. like, I don't know. I think that example is a really good way of illustrating a really good coping skill. What do you mean? Tell me more. Because if you focus on something specific in the midst of having anxiety, a fear, or whatever, you're kind of pulling the focus back in on something specific and not letting your mind wander to the what ifs. And it can help keep you present in the moment instead of getting trapped in a rabbit hole. Yeah. It makes me think of the phrase, like, keep your eye on the prize. Right. Because besides watching the waves, we also got to see dolphins. Oh, Which was really fun. Yeah. (laughs) And so then instead of watching for waves, you got to watch for dolphins. This time I think we saw, well, I saw, like, a couple manatees. Mm. And they were, like, really close to the, like, shoreline. It was kind of crazy. Yeah. I remember feeding them when I was a kid. Oh, that's so fun. I think we fed them like lettuce. <laughs> Makes sense. Like seaweed and stuff like that. You know, it's kind of fun to take us back to the metaphor, like kind of for a tip for this episode. What type of watcher are you with your mm-hmm. focus? Are you going to watch for waves or are you going to watch for dolphins? Are you watching for the thing you're fearing or are you watching for the possibility of something new? Mm-hmm. And both are needed because you do have to know, or you don't have to, but you can know how to adjust to waves and you can also be able to adjust and watch for things that would be exciting to see. One of my favorite things right now that I'm doing with clients is, I mean, I'm really big on affirmations and I saw on TikTok, I mean, so a lot of people that are listening may have seen it already, where 
rather than just saying like I can be present I can't I am present I am in the moment I am a watcher of dolphins I am or, or whatever the case may be I am happy often those affirmations are really hard to believe and a lot of times I have clients and even myself sometimes it's like yeah I'm lying to myself <laughs> this is stupid like I'm freaking out like I can't focus on dolphins because I'm really scared mm-hmm. but it's the putting the what if in front of it what if I can watch for dolphins it opens the idea that maybe it is possible and it allows us to kind of take a seat within ourselves a little bit more and like feel where that idea could be possible. Yeah. I like how the what if can lead to the possibility, Mm -hmm. not the what if that leads to the fear. Right. Josh, what if we could go on vacation and be okay with it as therapists? Oh, I'm okay with it. (laughs) I was speaking to myself. Right. And what if we could sit down, even if we're not on vacation, and read a book? Yeah. One thing that I, I mean, a little bit before, probably a couple months before, going on vacation, I started reading at night when I went to bed. And I've gotten out of the habit for the past maybe month or so. Well, a few weeks, I guess. I love and I've always loved being read to. So I'm having Brett read a book that I want to read that he's reading out loud so that like I can be a part of it. It's just getting him to read instead of jump on TikTok or whatever social media Uh platform he's on. Yeah. And me, I've got a stack of books. I've got a stack of books in the office in my office at the house in my office at work i've got a stack of books in my bedroom in the living room i have books everywhere i'm like and all of them are like i need to read these like i need to read these and then i need to give them to someone who's waiting on them (laughs) i'd be okay if you go ahead and give me mine and then i'll put them in my stack and then i won't read them for a while and then i'll give it back to you and you'll be like oh my gosh i want to read this right now (laughs) right (laughs) Did I ever bring you that one book? I don't think so. You need yes. I would like for you to bring me that one book, please. I need to figure out where I put it. It must. It's probably in my upstairs bedroom stack. Okay. And there are some books like that one that I'll start, and then I'm just like, yeah, me. Next. Yep. And I feel like, like with the topic that it is, like the shamanic piece of it, like I feel like parts of it. Like, I know. And then there are other pieces that are like, ooh, that's interesting. So then it makes me think, and then I'm done with it, and then I'll come back to it at another time. I'm like, ooh, yeah, that that was important. Or, yeah, no, I don't know. That's one of the reasons why I didn't, like, read extensively for the longest time. Because the idea, if you don't, like, well, it goes with the belief of if you start it, finish it. Right. And I think that's really hard for me to give up. And so I just don't, like, I just didn't start reading the book. And now I've been able to become more flexible with, I really want to read this and I'm going to start reading it. 
and then I might start reading something else and I'll come back to the other one but it's okay if I don't completely finish it all at once. I'm the type that usually if I start reading something and stop and go to something else or they eventually come back to it like I have to start all over like I can't Mm. so it's like I never get past a certain point (laughs) Josh what if we could be free in how we read books I'm just saying I'm just going to read the last page just read the last page (laughs) (laughs) so to close for today Josh tell us one of the books that you're reading right now that you find to be really good So I have a book I'm reading for The Office. I have two series that I'm reading from Pleasure, and I really like all of them. The book I'm reading for The Office, one of the The Curious Voyage by Cynthia, which I think is actually pretty good. Like, it's really interesting. And then the two books that I am further along in. So there's this series came from like a reddit story it's like i'm a therapist and my patient's a school shooter or my therapist i'm a patient my therapist or a i'm a therapist and my patient is a vegan terrorist or whatever and that's the the third and last one of the series right now it's really good it's i don't know it's super dramatic but i kind of like dr harper like he's Like the type of therapist that I hope to be, but completely unethical, but (laughs) really funny. (laughs) I don't know. I like him. Uh, And then the other one, the other series that I'm reading that one of my really good friends got me hooked on. I mean, she gave me a book like five years ago, and it has sat on a bookshelf until a few months ago. And like I read it with like pretty quickly. But it's the Discworld series by Terry Pratchett. So it's about like witches and goblins and ghouls and vampires and all that stuff. Like it is so fun. And he is a genius writer. Like it's hilarious. I've read Lord and Lady. So that's about like fairies and witches and stuff. What one did I read? I read Sisters Abroad. Or Witches Abroad. So... Like three, the three witches, the three main characters are like traveling around and have to fix things. And and I'm reading one now. I can't remember the title, something about the clay foot or the clay something. And it's about a detective who is trying to solve these murders. But yeah, that's really good and really funny. I know that's more than one book. Sorry, I just kind of ran through the list of all that I'm reading. (laughs) (laughs) But they're all so good. That's great. I'm glad you enjoy your books. Mm -hmm. What books are you reading? Uh, There's about four or five, too. Mm -hmm. The one, some of my my favorite two that I've been drawn to, there's one by Sharon Blackie, um, If Women Rose Rooted. And it's a life-changing journey to authenticity and belonging. And she's super interesting. She's a psychologist who works with myth. Oh. And so she she specifically is writing about, like, it's a memoir and, like, myths and um, talking about some of her mentors. But she tells the stories of women's empowerment and 
how these myths can translate into rooting women in their ancestry instead of a, like stories of oppression. Wow. Hmm. And so it's really good. It's fun to read at night. Like just kind of like those mythical mm-hmm. stories. Yeah. It's fun. Hmm. And then the other one, I rented this from the library. It's called The Source, The Secrets of the Universe and Science of the Brain. Hmm. And it's by Tara Swart, and she's a neuroscientist. And she talks about how the source or the brain functioning um, coordinates with the law of attraction. Hmm. And so she, like, I would recommend it to anyone. She goes through, like, really practical self-discovery tools and guides for discovering your authentic self. Wow. That's really cool. And it's called The Source. Mm-hmm. And then also the book that you mentioned that we're all reading together, which is Cynthia Schwartzberg's mm-hmm. The Curious Voyage. Yep. A rule-breaking guidebook to authenticity. Yeah, she was on the podcast last season mm-hmm. talking about brain spotting and spirituality. Yeah, and her book has tons of practical mm-hmm. tools and self-discovery guides as well. Have you finished it yet? No, not yet. Mm. Have you? Mm-mm. Okay. No. Abby, it's been a pleasure. Yeah, I looked forward to everyone listening to this season. Yeah. And as always, feel free to check out our website at www.stillpointshealing.com. You can check out our Facebook, Instagram, and Pinterest at Still Point Healing. And you can always email us here at the podcast with any questions at so you can heal at stillpointhealing.com. And a invitation to all those listening, please subscribe, rate, and review our podcast because the more rates and reviews and subscriptions we have, the more present we can be for others. And if you already have, many blessings and thanks. And until next time.